From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Hello there, I'm Graham VK4BB. Welcome to WIA National News for June 28 and the first 10,000 miles award. A North American media scatter group, Super 7, has introduced a 10,000 miles award for completing FSK441 contacts over 1,000 miles for a total of 10,000 miles after the 1st of May 2009. There are awards for single band and multi band, with 6 metres being the easiest and 2 metres more difficult. Full details of the award requirements can be found on the WSJT Group's website which can be found at the email and internet editions of this broadcast. Now, the first award issued has not gone to North America, but would you believe to VK? Yes, Rex VK7MO, completing 10,000 miles on 2 metres, which includes 4 contacts with ZL3s and ZL4s and 5 contacts with VK4s. Congratulations, Rex VK7, Mike Oscar. World Radio Conference WRC 11 rescheduled. Yes, World Radio Conference WRC 11, originally pencilled in during the latter half of 2011, will now not take place until the 23rd of January to the 17th of February 2012 and in Geneva. The Buyong High Plains Winter Expedition. Several Victorian amateurs are preparing portable gear and cross-country ski kit in readiness for their again annual backcountry trip into the Buyong High Plains. The group will be led once more by VK3GT, VK3SN and VK3HFI, along with several others as they take ultralight solar-powered gear into the snowy wonderland of the Australian Alps from August 6 to 10 this year. And VK3SN is going from, well... One might say the sublime to the ridiculous. You see, just prior to hitting the slopes, he'll be heading a de-expedition to the tropical wonderland called Tonga. But more on that petition later in this bully. Listen out for the portable QRP station in the snow, calling on all bands 160 through 10 metres, actually through to 20 metres, that's 160 through to 20 metres each afternoon and evening. Have a chat and hear about winter conditions on the roof of Australia. Now, in previous years, they've operated from tents, snow caves, igloos and remote mountain huts. Who knows what they'll get up to this year, but the snow looks great and you can share in the fun by catching up on the air. In VK1, general meetings have been rearranged to Wednesday evenings, this to accommodate their scouting friends. From July 29, meetings will be held on Wednesday evenings, commencing at 8pm. Please let your fellow hams know so they don't roll up on Monday, July 27 and expect to attend a CRARC general meeting as they will be disappointed. But the Tuesday night technical night meetings will remain as they are. VK2 Summerland's 50th anniversary dinner will be held Saturday evening, 8th of August, to start from 6 o'clock at the Gunalaba Tavern, and Sarkfest, the 9th of August, the day after, from 8 in the morning at the club rooms, Richmond Hill. Entry fee $3, family 5, display swap sell by vendors welcome. Sarkfest, August 9. And Central Coast Amateur Radio Club and Ray VK2HAY inform the Wyong Field Day will be held on the 28th of February at the Wyong Racecourse, 2010. VK3. Ray Tampion, VK3 FTAM, has told WIA that Midland Amateur Radio Club will hold a Radio, Electronic and Astronomy Expo again on the 2nd of April 2010. An expo showing the public the hobbies of amateur radio, vintage radio and astronomy. 
Display tables showing amateur radio as a hobby from the beginnings with Morse code through valve transceivers to the modern solid-state rigs with software control. Also including ATV and a display on homebrew items. Astronomy covers astrophotography, radio astronomy and solar viewing. The expo also includes old broadcast valve receivers from the 20s and 30s. The Australian Communications and Media Authority has released for public comment a proposal to increase by two the number of frequencies available for trials of community radio broadcasting and prospectively for long-term community broadcast services in the city of Bendigo. The full media release can be found at ACMA's website. VK4, the IEEE Northern Australia section and MTT Com Society invite you to attend a technical seminar on Thursday the 9th of July in room DD014, the ground floor of the Electrical Engineering Building, the James Cook University Douglas Campus. An introduction to Electromigration Aware Physical Design by Professor Jens Linig from Dresden, Germany. Now, further information from this seminar... Contact Assistant Professor Kay Kickart, Chairman of the IEEE North Australia. VK6 television audiences in remote and regional parts of West Australia can expect a new commercial television service within 12 months, following a decision by the Australian Communications and Media Authority to allocate new commercial television broadcasting licences for those part of the state with only two existing licensees. VK7, Reist Education and Training. Tuesday, June 30, will be another examination session for the Advanced and Standard Licences at 7.30pm in the Queen's Domain Club Rooms. Please let Reg VK7KK know as soon as possible if you are interested in attending. His telephone number, 0417 391 607. Three attended a foundation training and practical assessment session on Saturday, June 20. We have no idea if they passed or not, but hopefully they did, and congratulations all around. Otherwise, commiserations. Again, if you're in Tassie, contact Reg VK7 Kilo Kilo. His mobile number again, 0417 391 607. You are listening to the WIA National News Service. In just a moment, it's Discussion Point. You're tuned to VK1 WIA News. This news broadcast can be heard on linked repeaters VK6 AUF Perth 438.525 and VK6 RMS Mount Saddleback 147.250 Sundays 9am and 7pm. I'm Trevor VK6 YJ. G'day. I'm Dale VK4 DMC and I'm Secretary of the Tablelands Radio and Electronics Club. We're located in Atherton, far north Queensland, just in from Cairns. Recently in our club monthly newsletter, Trek News, John, VK4 Tango Lima, our club president, penned a few words. I'd like to share those words with you. From John. Here are a few ideas for getting more out of ham radio. You could start collecting stamps which come on QSLs mailed direct from overseas. That is, if you work stations overseas. It is also nice to handle a nice crisp American dollar, also known as a green stamp, sometimes included with a request for a QSL card. Learning another language is a natural add-on for shortwave operating. It is mostly the other way around, as most contacts wish to learn English. Enhance your knowledge of geography, travelling the world from your operating position. Then of course travel and meet some of the good friends that you are sure to make. 
There are organisations through which contacts are found to get accommodation with hams overseas in exchange for having them stay over with you. There are rigs ready to operate for you and getting a licence to operate them in most places you go is not too hard. It's nice to collect some new call signs for yourself and adorn your QSL with them. Enhance your spherical geometry knowledge by working the satellites or climb Mount Everest by contacts via the moon or moon bounce. From the beginnings of radio there has only been one way and that is up. And I mean up in frequency. Our future communications are destined to be for the gigahertz with satellites using small antennas. Six metres will be like 160 metres is today. So are you an inward looking ham using low frequencies bands and only ever talking to the guy down the road? Break out of the rut and work DXCC. What is it you ask? Well, work a hundred different countries. Now count up and see how many you've just worked. How long have you held a license? Rise to the challenge before you disappear. Best DX from John, VK4TL. From the WIA News Hub in South Australia and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1WIA. International news with thanks to Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. G'day, I'm John, VK5BUI. Ham radio in space. Aris reaches 443 school contacts. A major milestone for the amateur radio on the International Space Station or Aris School Project. This as the total number of Aris contacts between the astronaut hams on board the orbiting outpost and schoolrooms here on Earth has now reached 443. Six metre noise floor drops as DTV replaces analogue. A present to the United States VHF and UHF ham community. This from both the broadcasters and the FCC, as many of the nation's VHF television stations vacate many of the low VHF channels, go digital and lower the overall noise floor on six metres. The big digital television changeout began at 0001 EST on Friday, June 12th. Stations across the nation chose their own time to turn off their analogue transmitters and move their operations to their permanent digital channels. Many of the low-band stations opted to move to the UHF band. A lot of them operated on Channel 2, just above the 6-metre ham band. And when those analogue Channel 2 transmitters went QRT, the noise level on 6 metres dropped in many locations. CQ Prop Editor Challenges Prop Experts Some names in the news. First up is the propagation editor of CQ magazine, who is challenging the accuracy of the newest predictions on Solar Cycle 24. In an online commentary posted on the CQ magazine website, Thomas Hood, MW7US, notes that this same group of what he terms as so-called experts has issued multiple predictions for this cycle already. He notes that so far, all of which they now say are wrong, and he asks why we should believe they're right this time. Hood points out that while the sun itself is millions of years old, scientists have been tracking solar activity for just a few hundred years. He says that in his view it's pretty arrogant to postulate that mankind has any real understanding and handle on what the sun might do next. The complete text of Hood's commentary is on the CQ website. In wireless weather a little later in this bulletin we'll have more sunspot advice. Altus OK to the world. 
Hams in Altus, Oklahoma, are starting a local net with a worldwide outreach. This thanks to a local repeater tied to the world by Voice Over Internet Protocol or VOIP technology. Dale Town, AF5AF, is the president of the Altus Area Amateur Radio Association. He says that the new local net will be tied to the world using a repeater that will also accept stations' check-ins from Echolink operators who connect to WX5EM-R, node number 361238. The net will be held Wednesdays at 0100 UTC. All amateur radio operators are encouraged to participate. The FCC has been forced to release internal staff recommendations proving that the ARRL was in fact correct about BPL interference. In 2004, the ARRL requested that the FCC release internal staff studies showing support for its decision to allow the operation of BPL devices under modified FCC Part 15 rules. The FCC released some information, but large and critical sections were redacted or withheld from public release. The ARRL appealed the FCC redaction in the US Court of Appeals, where the FCC was subsequently found to have deliberately withheld information contrary to its conclusions. The ARRL cited the redacted information during its appeal process. Visit the news section of the WIA website, read the story and watch a video presentation by ARRL Chief Executive Officer Dave Sumner, K1ZZ. The video describes the redacted information and is also a revealing insight into the operation of the FCC and just how far the FCC was prepared to go to withhold information from the public that didn't align with its pro-BPL agenda. From the WIA, this is the weekly national news service originating from VK1 WIA. Weird and wonderful. The RFID tags go round and round and underground. Confidex, a company with expertise in RFID design, manufacturing and engineering, has supplied more than 10,000 of its Ironside UHF Gen 2 hard tags to the London Underground. The tags are being used to improve escalator maintenance. The underground escalators carry more than 3 million passengers every day. Most commuters and tourists don't give the travelling metal staircases a second thought, a fact that's a testament to the reliability of the system and the care taken over the maintenance. The steps that make up these escalators are subject to constant wear from the feet of passengers and from the mechanical movement on the escalator track. To address the need for faster, more accurate and more cost-efficient maintenance, RFID technology was chosen. A decision was made to use RFID tags. The STEP tracking system uses a PDA with RFID reader mounted on a cradle beside the escalator and application software to read and write information on the tag. Across Australia, from VK1 WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In VK7, it can be heard on the VK7 repeater networks across Tasmania and on HF frequencies from 9am each Sunday, followed by the VK7 regional news broadcast from 9.30am. Hi, I'm Paul, VK7 Fox Papa Alpha Hotel. I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, and this week in operational news, I'll look at contests, DXN, wireless weather. Special events and on-air contest column, Dateline, 2009. June 27-28, Museums Weekend, Part B. July 4, NZAT Memorial Contest, 80 metres. August 15-16, WIA Remembrance Day Contest. 
The second weekend in July this year, the 11th and 12th, the 2009 version of the IARUHF World Championship will take place. The objective of this unique SSB and CW contest is to contact as many other amateurs, especially IARU member society HQ stations around the world, using the 160, 80, 40, 20, 15 and 10 metre bands. It is open to all radio amateurs around the world. IARU Region 2 have invited IARU member societies to actively participate in this 24-hour contest with their HQ stations. Night of Nights 10 the annual Maritime Radio Historical Society Night of Nights event is close. This will be the 10th annual Night of Nights. Every year on 12 July, US time, many famous coast stations return to the air to commemorate what was then thought to be the last commercial Morse stations in the USA. Since then, MRHS coast station KSM has taken to the air and three other commercial coast stations have received licenses for operation in the MF band, K&E, KDR and WFT. Historic ships have reactivated their radio consoles and are active on MF and HF. The purpose of Night of Nights is to emphasise the objective of the MRHS, to preserve the skills, traditions and culture of the men and women who came before us and who made the profession of radio telegrapher one of honour and skill. This year's stations KPH and KSM will be on the air. It is anticipated that KFS will be on the air as well. Organisers hope that US Coast Guard stations NMC... NOJ and MNN will join as they did last year. Amateur station K6KPH will guard 3550, 7050 and 14050 kHz for reception reports. Preliminary information has been posted on the MRHS website, www.radiomarine.org. Check back often for updated information as it becomes available. Often we at WIA News never receive notification of events, even WIA named contests from the various contest managers. Point in case, say WIA field day last weekend. So it was great to see one person on the ball. Namely, Alan Brown, VK2JED, who is contest manager for the West Lakes Amateur Radio Club. VK2JED wants us to mark our 2010 calendar for the Australia-wide FM CQ repeater contest, which West Lakes developed. Next contest will take place April 30, 2010, over seven days till May 7. All contacts to be via an FM repeater, aimed at activating normally quiet repeaters. Full details of this fun event open to all VKs is on the Westlake's home page. Beacon DX and Net Advice. Tongan DX. Stephen, VK3SN, is heading back to the South Seas and will cram a dipole, coax, and HF rig in his backpack. He'll be stringing up the antenna between a couple of coconut palms on several small islands in the Tonga Tapu group in the Kingdom of Tonga. This tiny nation is renowned for its beautiful coral reefs, friendly locals and occasionally spectacular volcanic activity. His call sign will be A35AB and he'll be active on 83 to 15 metres from 27 June till 5 July. Listen out and have a contact for this portable station in the tropical Pacific. Netherlands Special Event Station PH100EL Members of the Veron Section 54, PI4ETL, have activated PH100EL till July 12. For the 100th anniversary of the first flight by aviation pioneer Charles County Lambert. All band CW SSB Digital. QSL via PD0PVQ. Wireless weather. Electric blue clouds sweep across Europe. Last month, June, a remarkably intense display of electric blue nos and clouds swept across Europe. Sightings were made in Belgium, Denmark, the Netherlands, France, Germany, Poland and the British Isles. These mysterious clouds are known to flourish during years of solar minimum in 2009 as such a year.
This means more NLCs may be in the offing, not only over Europe but also in North America and elsewhere. Mystery of the Missing Sunspots The sun is in the pits of a century-class solar minimum and sunspots have been puzzlingly scarce for more than two years. Now, for the first time, solar physicists might understand why. At an American Astronomical Society press conference on 17 June in Boulder, Colorado, researchers announced that a jet stream deep inside the sun is migrating slower than usual through the star's interior, giving rise to the current lack of sunspots. For VK1 WIA National News, I'm Felix, VK4FUQ, Inningham. From the WIA News Hub in Queensland and WIA News Studios across Australia, this is the National News Service, relayed by VK1 WIA. Media watching here at VK1 WIA. The regular weekly broadcast relay station for the North West, Winston VK7 Echo Mike, was unable to do the news broadcast a week or so back, so Wayne VK7 FWAY stepped up and offered to help out Winston. This was Wayne's first time at doing a broadcast relay and was very happy with his first effort, receiving 13 callbacks at the conclusion. Congratulations, Wayne, for taking the time and the effort to bring the news to the northwest of Tassie. And thanks also go to Winston for his ongoing dedication in bringing broadcast to the northwest coast. Now let's see if the QAC and VK4 can lure Wayne VK7FWAY to Queensland to do what few Brisbane area clubs and hams are prepared to do, that is help John VK4 Victor Tango get a new service into Brisbane regularly. A rare incident. Most actors become hams, but VU2YNS, a ham, becomes an actor. Yes, VU2YNS becomes a television star. VU2YNS, an active amateur radio operator from Kerala, often seen behind a camera in India taking excellent photographs at ham meets, this time goes in front of the camera, acting as a professor in a popular serial, Chaturugam. The serial is telecast on Dorasham Malayam TV Channel 15. Across Australia from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the WIA National News Service. In northeast New South Wales, it's relayed on Link Repeaters, Lismore, 146.800 and Byron Bay, 146.625 at 9am Sunday. From the Summerland Amateur Radio Club, I'm Chris, VK2 LCD. Good morning, this is Robert, VK3DN, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. Worldwide Special Interest Group's ATV. Tony, VK7AX, President of the Northwest Tasmanian ATV Group, says that the next general meeting of the club is scheduled for the 8th of August, and it will be a dinner meeting. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier. A Russian rocket launched on May the 23rd carried a number of payloads to orbit, including a new amateur radio satellite, Sputnik 30, or RS-30. Operational details are a bit vague at this time. Amateurs throughout the world are reporting receiving signals on 435.315 and 435.215 MHz. Some report reception of CW telemetry, while others report what appears to be image transmissions from the satellite. RS-30 is orbiting at a maximum altitude of 1,500 kilometres, creating a substantial communications footprint. The satellite will broadcast audio and video about the history of the Soviet and Russian space programs, as well as signals imitating those broadcast by Sputnik in 1957. According to the satellite's launch team, the motive for the development of the small spacecraft was the 50th anniversary of the first space satellite. 
Worldwide Special Interest Group's military. In 1939, the radio equipment of all radio amateurs was ordered to be confiscated for the duration of the war, but many UK amateurs became voluntary interceptors in their own homes. These VIs assisted the Allies in their task of intercepting encrypted Enigma messages transmitted in Morse code, which were then passed to the code breakers at Bletchley Park. The Scarborough Special Events Group will be on the air as GB70VI during this weekend, the 27th and 28th of June, to mark the commencement of the Amateur Radio Voluntary Interceptor Scheme. QSL route is via the Bureau or direct to the club call sign G0OOO. Ramey Balimba Memorial. A memorial will be dedicated to all Ramey soldiers, both regular and reserve, who have served with the Royal Australian Electrical and Mechanical Engineers stationed at Balimba Barracks, Queensland since 1945. The location, Tagalwa Park, Apollo Road, Balimba, adjacent to the entrance of the Balimba Barracks. The dedication date, 1000 hours, Saturday the 28th of November 2009. And the point of contact is the Secretary, Ramey Association of Queensland, and you'll find the address in the text edition of this newscast. Just visit www.wia.org.au. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Radio Scouting. Over the weekend of the 3rd to the 5th of July, Birmingham Scout County will be holding their Live the Magic Camp at Blackwell Court near Worcestershire. This camp will be attended by around 3,000 beavers, cubs, scouts and leaders. Apart from the usual scouting activities, Special Events Station GB4LTM will be active over the weekend, giving all present the chance to experience amateur radio. GB4LTM plans to run HF 2 meters 70 centimeters, as well as Echolink and will offer radio orienteering as an activity. GB0LS will be on the air from the 4th of July at the Luton Scouts in Acton event to promote scouting in the town and to recruit additional adult volunteers. They'll be QRV on 80, 40 and 2 metres between 1000 and 1600 hours UTC. In addition to amateur radio, they'll be pioneering, a climbing and abseiling wall, a cooking competition, activity zones for beavers, cubs and scouts and refreshments for sale. The event will close with a cannibal race involving all the young people. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Rescue Radio. Horse Enduro, the 4th and 5th of July at Eden Creek. The 80km ride to start at 10.30 hours Saturday and the 40km ride will start at 13.30. 80km will be from 0500 hours on Sunday and the 40km from daylight. Most operators will probably go out Friday afternoon. So if you can assist, then contact John, VK2JWA. UK Government Overlooks Raynet in Emergency Plans The Government's recent Digital Britain report speaks of the importance of resilient communication networks and the need for regular tests of emergency communication systems. Mention is made of a planned major test in late 2009 to manage and recover from a major loss of network capability. The RSGB regrets that government communication planners seem to have completely overlooked the valuable resource that Raynet can offer in such emergency situations. Unfortunately, Raynet does not seem to be completely integrated into the nation's emergency communication planning. One can only hope that the same is not true for us here in Australia. That's all I have for you this week. This has been Robert, VK3DN, reporting from Melbourne. The social scene here on VK1WIA as we wrap up. 
WIA National News for another week. On the social scene, July 11 to 12, VK3, Gipps Tech 2009. July 18 in VK3, Gippsland Gate Radio and Electronics Club Hamfest at the Cranbourne Public Hall. August 2, VK6, Northern Corridor Radio Group's West Australian Hamfest, Fisher Street, Ashfield, West Australia. August 8, VK2, Summerland's 50th Anniversary Dinner, followed the next day, August 9, Sarkfest, the Hamfest at the Club Rooms, Richmond Hill. September 13, Adelaide Hills Amateur Radio Society's Hamfest at 9.30 at the Goodwood Community Centre. September 25 to 27 in VK4, the Central Highland Amateur Radio Club's annual general meeting and get-together. October 12 to 16 in ZL, the 14th IARU Region 3 Conference in Christchurch. October 31 through to November 1, the Sunny Coast's October Camp Catch-Up at Maidenwell Observatory, the Brisbane Valley west of Yarraman. Now, more info on that one from Noel, VK4NL. Moving ahead to 2010, January 24 in VK2, the Mid-North Coast Amateur Radio Group's Radio Expo at Coffs Harbour. Feb 14, WIA 100 Centre Victoria Radio Fest number 3. February 28 in VK2, Wyong Field Day, the Wyong Race Course. And April 2 in VK3, Midland Amateur Radio Club's Radio Electronics and Astronomy Expo. Well, I think that just about takes us right through to, well... Actually, 2012, because 2012, January 23, Feb 17, in the good year 2012, is World Radio Conference WRC 11. Okay, till next we meet, I'm Graham VK4BB. Thanks for listening. Thanks to everybody for supplying the audio, for supplying the news that we bring you. We'll do it all again next week. Well, if it's not me, it could be the Redcliffe Amateur Radio Club, the Canberra Region Amateur Radio Club, or REST. We've got them all lined up right through the month of July. See you soon. I'm Graham VK4BB. Walk softly. In the nation's capital, with amateur radio news from across the globe, this has been the WIA National News Service. Local news and callbacks follow on most affiliates. We'd appreciate you checking in. VK1WIA. We've reported. You decide.